Hey, everybody. Welcome, Welcome to, to a Community of Principles podcast, a conversation to support leaders. I'm your host, Ben Gilpin. Now, let's get this started. Here we go. Here we go on a snowy, on a snowy Monday night. Uh, we are recording an all-new MEMSPA podcast, Community of Principles podcast, and we've got an exciting guest that's going to be coming on with us shortly. But before we get to our guest, I just want to just throw out a few things for all of the people that are listening. When you think about innovation, when you think about trying new things, one question comes to mind, where do you get your ideas? And you know, I, I've been thinking about this question quite a bit because as a principal, as a leader, you know, I'm trying to figure out how, where do I come up with the ideas, but I'm also trying to support staff members. Where do, the, where do they come up with the ideas? How do I foster an environment that makes it so we, we can collaborate and we can really build on those ideas? And I think what it ultimately comes down to, and I would love to hear feedback on this, you've got to be at heart. At heart, you have to be a learner. And to me, when, I, when I'm talking to principals, when I'm talking to educators, when I'm talking to people in general, are you a learner? Because I think if you are, if you are a learner, you are going to find a way to build that capacity to be innovative, to try new things, as long as you have that learning mentality. So um, that's my little soapbox before I jump into our guest. And I'm excited to bring on a very good friend. I've ridden in his Jeep multiple times. He has saved my life, I can say that, uh, especially in a snowstorm, and one all-around great guy that uh, will have your back no matter what. Welcome, my friend, my colleague, Jason Gribble. Ben, how's it going, partner? It's going fantastic. Other than the weather, uh, when they can't play baseball, that means the weather's junky, and I think the Detroit Tigers have... uh, postpone multiple days in a row. So uh, what about you? What's going on, Grib? Well, you, you mentioned about baseball. I am a track official. And you know what's nice about track? It doesn't matter what the weather is. We're still running. So those guys that play baseball and softball, they get to cancel their events. I still have to do events. So that's, that's been keeping me busy lately. Ugh. Now I'm hoping you get to bundle up, right? Big jacket, stocking cap, cover up that bald head. What are you doing? Yeah, that's it. But I still have my uniform that I have to wear. I wear all the red, but at least I'm moving. Where the yep. umpires and stuff, they're just standing in one spot. So yeah, I hear you. Dreadful, dreadful spring. Mother Nature, please get the memo. Spring yeah. is here. What's your problem? Um, Gribble, let's go. Yeah. Question number one. I know everybody's not on here just to hear us uh, talk about the weather. So here we go. Question number one, my friend, how did you get to where you are right now? You know, tell us the journey of Jason Gribble. Wow. All right. So how I got involved in education, how it started was back when I was in high school. At the time, my junior year and senior year, on the weekends and during the summer, I worked at my uncle's print shop in Troy. So driving back from forth from Lapeer to Troy, that nice little hour drive down 75, I was going to be an engineer. I sat behind a blueprint table. I took drafting classes all through high school. I was bringing stuff and teaching it to my drafting instructor, whereas 
my senior year, I was doing stuff that wasn't even in the book because I was already doing that kind of stuff at the shop for my uncle. I was doing detail work. There's stuff out there that's got from Chrysler, Honda, and Ford that has my initials on it for their official blueprints because I was doing the detail work. And driving home one day, my dad's like, all right, so we got to start talking colleges. We got to start looking at what you want to do with your life. And I'm like, well, it's, I've been taking these design classes been working in the uncle's shop for all these years. He's like, when you go in there next Saturday, I want you to sit in the room and just watch those guys. I'm like, all right, and see what they do every day, all day. All right. And I did that. And at this point I, in my high school career, I was a three sport athlete. I was involved in everything. I mean, there was no grass growing underneath my feet. <laughs> aspirations of going to play college football. So my dad asked me that question, and I did. That next Saturday, I sat in there, and I watched those guys sit at that drawing table and do nothing all day. Eat, smoke cigarettes, but sit in front of a drawing table all day. And I'm just like, no, I can't do that. I'm too involved. I, I like to get out and play. I like to get out and do those types of activities. So it turned into an interesting conversation. I drive home with my father, and he's like, "We need, so you need to start redesigning what you want to do. Went back that day. It was a start. That Monday was track season. I walked into my track coach, who was also the gym teacher, and she's like, hey, you want to be my um, teacher assistant, sixth hour? That way you can get sixth hour off. You can help me in the gym and get everything ready for track practice because I was one of the track captains. I'm like, sweet, no problem. Well, it was a freshman gym class. And I'm like, this is awesome. You get to wear sweats and a T-shirt every day, get to play sports with kids every day, coach. I'm like, this is where my life is. is I want to be able to be active. I want to be involved in sports. I can go to college, have an opportunity to play college football, and follow that road. So within a weekend, I completely changed my career and the direction I wanted to go. Went to Saginaw Valley, played football, got my teaching degree. And wait, wait, wait. In one weekend? In one weekend, I went from being an engineer to, <laughs> to going to be a phys ed or math or biology teacher. That is classic grip. It is. <laughs> keep going. Okay, keep going. So went up to, started my teaching career up in Alpena, uh, coaching and teaching up there. And I was up there for about six years. And got tired of the cold and tired of not having a life as much as I'm an outdoorsman in, in that. Had an opportunity to come down to Richmond, which is over by Port Huron. Was able to teach and coach football over there, coach football, powerlifting, and track. And then knowing because of how the state of Michigan is, you got to get your master's degree or get so many CEUs. So I'm sitting down talking to the principal who I, get a, who I had a great relationship with and the superintendent. They're like, well, hey, Grib. In a year, we're going to be looking for an assistant principal at the middle school. We kind of like the things you're doing here. Would you be interested in that? I'm like, well, sure. So within a calendar year, three semesters, I got my master's degree on top of teaching every day, coaching three sports, planning a wedding, and graduating with my master's degree. The day that I got married, I actually had class that morning. <laughs> so... I get my master's degree. I walk into the superintendent's office. I interview for the position. And the superintendent's just like, hey, Grib, are you really ready to hang up your whistle? We had a great couple football seasons. Are you really ready to hang that up and, and just be an, an administrator? I'm like, I didn't bust my tail for a year to get my master's degree. Does this let it sit on the wall? 
And I told him like, that, uh, it's not happening. So the opportunity presented itself for me to get an assistant principal and athletic director position down at Airport Community High School, which is in Northern Monroe County. I was, and that's what started my administrative career. So I was AD assistant principal at Airport High School, eventually started to take over back when they were doing like the academies within the building. So I started the freshman academy at Airport High School when I was there for the last two years I was there where I strictly just oversaw the freshman class, the transition from eighth grade to ninth grade, doing all the Bill Daggett future-ready little academy stuff for the freshman for transition. And then doing an assistant principal in 80 for six years was, it was grinding. So, because I walked walked in the door at seven o'clock in the morning, didn't leave till sometimes 10 o'clock at night. And it wasn't, it wasn't healthy for me. So an opportunity presented itself to go to Huron High School. I was there for two years as AP. A principal position opened up in Crestwood, up in Dearborn Heights. I went there for two years. The drive from Monroe to Dearborn Heights was not fun. And then the opportunity presented itself for me to come to Riverview, where I'm currently at right now. And I've been the elementary principal at Forest Elementary School for the last six years. Okay, okay. So... I got to jump in on this. Go for it. You know, what I hear is, you know, really throughout your entire career, you've moved around. Would you say, and I don't mean that in a bad way at all, Mm -hmm. would you say you're the type of person that bit of a refresh or sometimes being uh, moving every X amount of years is good for your brain, is good for you? I mean, is that what you're telling me? I mean... Talk me through that. Well, and the thing is, I'm never one to shy away when opportunity knocks. So when it was time for me to make those changes is when opportunity was knocking to, hey, all right, I'm getting burned out here. What's out there? And through, and as well as you know, through the professional learning networks we have, just reaching out to the people that I knew and developing those great relationships, they were like, Grib, you're interested in coming here? Let's make it happen. But yes, going in... And it go it kind of goes off of what you started when you started the podcast of to be a good leader, you have to be a good learner. And those opportunities presented me opportunities to learn different things. Every place that I've been, I've learned something new. When I was the AP, AD, I learned tons of stuff there because I hit the ground running. I mean, in the book that I could have wrote in regards to my first year as being an admin of doing two positions and being in it with especially the AD, oh, they would have been amazing. But every every building and every district I've been to, because you're working with a different group of people, it's a different culture, you learn so much. Like the two years I did in Dearborn Heights because of, and that was a middle school principal's position of a 5-8 building. Well, that's the first I've ever heard of a 5-8 building where I had to pretty much keep the fifth graders away from the eighth graders because the fifth graders are still too a little young. And we all know how eighth graders are. Yeah. So, those guys, plus with it being in Dearborn Heights, you have all that multicultural balance and taking his country boy and putting him up there. It was definitely a learning experience for me. I just love hearing people's journeys, you know, I, and you know, this is for those that are listening. Uh, Jason Gribble is number 11, lucky number 11. And I just, I love hearing all the different stories because everybody has a different path. So with that being said, Gribble, what in education right now, what excites you? 
the idea and the presence of blended learning in the direction that a lot of schools are going with the whole blended learning connections I made with Tom Murray and Future Ready Schools and the idea that a lot of schools, especially at the elementary level, are starting to look at tearing down the walls and quit worrying about grade levels and saying, well, I'm in second grade, so all I need to teach is second grade content. But you have kids that ability-wise have are at a third grade level and should be learning third grade content. So the idea that we're transforming schools to meet the needs of the true child instead of our needs as a professional or as the adult in the building and meeting the needs of the students of where they're at. I like the direction that we're going there. You know, I love that because there's, Gribble, you know this, but once again, you know, you are looking at it from the lens of the student. There are way too many people in education that look at it from the lens of an adult. We got to get them to hear. There's this red, this is this mythological line. We have to get our students at the end of the year here. No, we should be eliminating that line because what happens just like with anything is if we get up to that mark, all right, I've hit the mark. I'm done. I don't have to worry about it anymore. No, that's not true. Why can't we continue to keep these kids growing and challenge these kids? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. We can keep going with that one. Let's keep moving. How about we go to question number three? Talk a little bit, because I, I know you well enough, talk a little bit about how Jason Gribble finds balance. And I'm sure that's got to involve your family in some way, shape or form. Well, it's funny you say that. The, the two most important ladies in my life just walked in the door. So the the fact that they are a part of my life, the reason that we just made the move, because my wife just got hired into our district. My daughter attends my, my school, and the three of us can be together all the time and do things within our community. That's a lifesaver. And the things that we do together as a family, and you mentioned it before, about you you've ridden in a Jeep. So that's that's a thing that we like to do, but traveling, but doing stuff as a family. But then my own personal balance as well is I enjoy working out. My routine is getting up in the morning. I go to the gym. I do get my workout in and then I go to school. So, I mean, you have to keep that that physical aspect of balance, spending the time with the family. And, and you know, as most of the people that know me, I'm a very avid reader. So I like to read the new trendy books that are out there to see what's going on. And that's that's my 20 minutes a day of just my time to sit, chill, put my nose in a book and, and continue to grow. Good stuff. Good stuff, my friend. OK, you ready for this? This is no. a little uh, word association. <laughs> no. OK, come on. You know how to play this. <laughs> OK, Gribble. Word association. First thing that comes to mind. And these are created just for you. I'm sure they are. <laughs> That's why you're afraid. <laughs> exactly. Okay, first one. I'm going to throw a softball at you. Lake Michigan. Cold. Oh, I was actually thinking you were going to say something about the dunes. Well, the dunes, but the, yeah, the dunes is definitely there, but the, no, when I go into Lake Michigan, it's always cold. <laughs> yeah, you're true. That's you very- said first word. <laughs> okay, let's go. Uh, guilty pleasure. Oh, guilty pleasure, Netflix. You know, you took a little bit of time on that one, so I'm a little skeptical, but I'll go with it. Netflix. Okay. Last book you read? Uh, The last book I just finished was Ditch the Homework. Ditch the Homework. I'm all about that. (laughs) Okay. Uh, Matt Miller. Matt Miller and Alice Keeler. Yeah. 
I'm almost done with Tom and Eric's book. So, I mean, if they do listen, I got two more chapters to go. The Learning Transform, I've got two chapters to go. But the last one I finished was Ditch the Homework by uh, Matt Miller and Alice Keeler. Okay. I will tag them. So they will they will get this. Beautiful. Uh, let's see. Best big city in Michigan. Oh, best big Grand Rapids. Yeah, me too. I agree with you. <laughs> uh, let's see. Okay. Got two to go. Okay. What is it? Come on. You got to help me with this one. What is your walk-up music? Oh, my walk-up. Oh, wow. Oh. First one that popped in my head is Welcome to the Jungle. Ooh. But there's a couple Slipknot songs on there, but I don't want to put those in there. But okay. welcome, welcome to the Jungle is definitely a good one. Okay. I'm good with that one. Growing up in the 80s. Okay. And I'll throw one at you a little bit more curricular. First thing that comes to mind when I say MEMSPA. When I say MEMSPA? Yep. Professional Learning Network. Yep. Well said. Well said. Okay. So there's a, yeah, there's our little um, word association. I, uh, yeah, that was good. Okay, Gribble, we got one last question for our listeners. And this is my favorite question of all because I get to find out a little bit more. Who is a person that has helped you become the leader you are today? Well, there's a lot of people that have had an impact on my life. Pat Sampier, the principal that I had when I was up in Alpena, she saw in me that I could be a leader. She was the one that was said, told me that you need to go get your administrative degree. So she was the one that kind of pushed me in that direction. But most recently, I would dare say the one person that's had a huge impact on my life to break me out of my shell as a leader and to want to be a leader of leaders is our new um, assistant director, Cindy Malik of Menspa. Oh. Oh, she has been amazing. We have had a great partnership, I would say, for eight years now because I met her when I was still at Crestwood when she was at Wayne Risa. Because when she was there, we would do monthly and bi-monthly elementary principal network meetings. We'd meet with her for an hour and she would bring in all the new things, the future ready schools, that, that, that future, uh, the leader program, the leader in me program and bringing in gift guest speakers and, and driving us that direction and developing that relationship and the connection with her has been amazing where we challenge each other. She has brought me up where I've been like the tech guru for Wayne County with the administrators in this area where when she would do her presentations and bring people in, she'd do a time slot where I would have like five, 10 minutes to share the stuff that we've learned through McCall and through our connections to share with other principals and, and other leaders. So Cindy Malik has been a rock star and a very true friend. Love the woman. Wow. That's powerful. And that's fantastic. And, and I got to tell you that um, I look forward to working with Cindy. I've really not interacted very much with her. And I really am looking forward to interacting with her more. And, and I know, I know coming from you that, uh, you know, your, your comments there really, really will resonate with me as I start to build relationship with, uh, with Cindy. So that's fantastic. You two will definitely hit it off, Ben. I, I, I can definitely say that. Like I said, I'm looking forward to it. That was, I did not expect that. And I love it. I mean, that's one thing that you do all the time. You always throw these curveballs at me that I didn't expect. Well, I got to tell you, my friend, you've not disappointed. You've been fantastic. And I, I'm really glad to have you on, not only as a friend, but also as a colleague, as somebody I, I walk beside through uh, MEMSPA, through McCall, and through so many different things that, that we do. 
And I'm excited for people to listen to this episode and get to connect with you. If they want to touch base with you, tell them how they can touch base with you on Twitter or Facebook or anything like that. I don't have a Facebook account, but you can follow me on Twitter at at Force Principle on Twitter. And I do believe I, oh, what's my Voxer handle? Um, I think my Voxer handle is just either Grib or Jason Gribble. Either way, if you type in Jason Gribble or Grib in the Voxer, you can connect with me that way. But Twitter is definitely the best way to get a hold of me, especially doing a direct message with me. And then you can contact me at the school at jgribble at riverviewschools.com. Okay, fantastic, Gribble. Okay, my friend, I am going to uh, I'm going to give you a uh, digital handshake and, and high five and fist bump and let you know that I really appreciate you coming on. Uh, once again, everybody, uh, what really makes us better is these connections, the relationships that we can build. Everyone's got a journey. Everyone's got a story. And I'm sure as you listen to this episode with Jason, there are things that um, Jason said that probably really resonated with you. I, I would love to have you leave a comment, reach out to Jason, reach out to myself and share a little bit. And the other thing is, if you've got somebody that you think would be an excellent person to come on the Community of Principles podcast, give me a quick shout. I would love to have them on. You know, we have so many people throughout the state of Michigan that are current leaders, past leaders that I am really looking forward to connecting with. Um, So please give me a shout and let me know who you think would be uh, fantastic to get on the show. Jason, once again, thank you. Thank you, my friend. I'm very appreciative of all your help throughout the years and and all your your support and essentially your friendship that uh, you're able to offer. And and you're you're a great guy. So thanks again, Greb. Well, right. Same thing back to you, Ben. I I appreciate our friendship as well. And I appreciate the connections and the professional connections you've helped with me in regards to all the people that are in your network that I've been able to develop a, a partnership with, a friendship with that it's been, it's really helped me in, in, in my growth. Better together, better together, brother. That's right. Okay, everybody. I'm going to bid everybody adieu for the week. Hopefully you will check this episode out and um, feel free to leave a comment. Thanks again. Continue to connect and reflect because that's what we do. Have a great one. Well, thanks again to our guest. Let's continue to connect and reflect because that's what leaders do. Thank you to all of our listeners. Don't forget to check out hashtag MemspaChat Thursday nights, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And you can also find more leadership tools at memspa.org.